Person's perspective. I remember when that book Sounds was... Rock K Swiss came out. that heat where you you had to wear a little light hoodie or a light jacket you couldn't just be out there you know i want that but i guess that's normal is that normal what i'm finna say i don't know la winners h-a-a-r-p machine i'm telling you i'm telling you right hold on they've been getting snow in in texas and and, uh right they didn't month they broke the weather machine y'all because this weather is crazy Man, look, I'm I'm they got blizzards. They ain't even just a little light snow. They're like, oh my gosh, it's light snow. Like, no, they got they got Chicago snow out yeah. there. Yeah, they, they don't even know how to act. We don't know how to act. <laughs> we got some old current news. I want to start off with some real Black History Monthish. Okay, we can, so, we can drop us some gems. I know a lot of people. Y'all like to wear a polo. Y'all like to wear a Ralph Lauren. I guess because what's that drip? I guess you know how they uh, say. Oh, the drip. Oh yes. I guess. I guess. I guess. But, man, we're going to talk about my boy, Lacoste, Renee Lacoste. Okay, of the Lacoste brand? Yes, black man, invented the brand in 1929, debuted it in 1929, U.S. Open. What's his name again? Renee Lacoste. Okay. He's, he's French and black. Lacoste um, was an all-black brand. I told y'all we needed to go back to wearing black brands anyway. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like the FUBUs and stuff like that, you know, because they disrespected us with the high end. They ain't want us in the anyways. <laughs> See what you say? They got to update that shit. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they, yeah, you know, come back in in, in this day, you know, with, with with our new, I guess, flair to It'll it. It'll be hot, though, because dudes still on the scene, on Shark Tank and all, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, oh okay. Uh, one last thing about my boy, Renato. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was Drop the first gems. black, he was, not only was he the first black tennis player, but he was the first tennis player to ever debut the metal racket. So we just gonna take oh, it beyond wow. being black. You know, my boy been out there serving. Man, the, the first playing what? 
Yeah, he was the, the first player ever. 1929. You know, they ain't gonna speak on that. They, they don't. But let's get back to this FUBU, though. Because <laughs> that's for you by us. <laughs> I need some shit that's for me. Yeah, I feel you. I don't want no, no shit that's like... Look like Nelly 99 video, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that vocal used to be the stuff though. Y'all remember vocal? I know, I walked right yeah, past yeah. that shit, Marshall. I ain't gonna lie, he did his thing with the apple bottles for the ladies though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brie Kane, what, what's the brands you used to nah, rock? I don't wear that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like baby fat. Yeah, oh, okay. baby fat. Okay. Shout out to Moro. Oh, That's another black yes. business. Baby so, fat Baby Fat yeah. Rockwell, yes, that was, that was. yeah. That was you back was then when your T-shirt used to match the, your pocket and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you wore oh them again, gosh, I remember, you I was remember. gonna get baked at school. Wow. Yeah, you was gonna get baked. Lunch. Nah. I feel. Them your favorite pants, fam. Like you right. for that all that shit. Oh, <laughs> them your favorite pants, boy. Them big ass pants. Man. That's why y'all was wearing them uh, rubber bands on y'all shit too. I rubber band, you ain't never wear the rubber bands on your pants? I look like a goofy. Oh! <laughs> that wasn't for me. Oh, I couldn't man. even wear Jamal's, I was too small. Oh, you didn't even, so you couldn't rock the straps, they. No. But, but the, Baggy was kind of in back then, though. I was too little. Like, oh, like 20, chicken legs. The smallest size know? was too big for me. Oh, wow. But, so you couldn't even. Nah, Tied the belt to the last loop. But the lady Jabos was hard. Oh yeah. They always. I well, felt I like, had, like they, they designed y'all to and fit. And I felt like I was the stuff then y'all too. Better. I, oh man, I saved up my love, my little chunk change at the little job that I was working. I'm like, hey. all right, I would hit, I would hit up the. They they call it the nigga Oats now. Um, who remember uh, South Suburbs, River Oaks? <laughs> People still go there. I, I guess you know. I go there every. Chicago. Yeah, man. It, it ain't right. It ain't hello, right. hello. Yeah, <laughs> okay. When but I was, that is like you ripped them all out. You know what I'm saying? You got the whole shorty, though, to it yourself. Was, it was cracking. I love yeah, definitely. Especially Four City. Four City, yeah. Ooh, Four City. Ooh, yeah, Four City. You were never yeah. Tyson and shit. Wall to wall people. Yeah. Four City Mall. What was one of y'all favorite stores in Four City? So, yeah, it was a while ago. Well, you, you can't remember now, Um, uh, man, I, I can't remember a, a favorite store. I, I would be honest. Sometimes we we didn't really go shopping. We just went and just hung out, and like the food court was like the biggest hangout spot. Yeah. So it was like you know what I'm saying. Fifty cent out there. We was window shopping. Yeah, I used to window shop all the time when you young and broke. Sometimes that's all you can do when you used to go to the malls. You know. But yeah. No, you can't get twenty dollars this week. Go get a job. Go try it. Yeah. You ain't got no experience. Yeah, have to go get cookies and icing. That's it. Hey, cookies and icing. Yes. So I gotta ask you, Bree. We we done been a couple minutes in, and we ain't even asked this question yet. Okay, let's go. What's on your feet? What's on your feet? What's on your feet? What are those? Yes. Some black booties. Some black booties. Some black booties. Platinum. Okay. The heel is platinum. Ooh. Y'all should see these. Ooh. Y'all should see these. Look, look, look. Yeah, if you, if you can't. Oh, you see, you see the shoes hey. she rocking right now. That's good. Yes. Right yes. Yeah. We're going to take a picture of those. Put yeah. it on the uh, IG, on the gram. Y'all been slipping on the kicks of the week. Man. Don't say it's on me. Y'all <laughs> shoe game must be. You know? Send it in. Send it yes. In. You already know how it goes, what, what man. You got on your feet? Oh, what's on my feet? Okay. Um, I got some cream and copper. 
uh, low top converses, you know, low tuck chucks, you know. Okay, I'm loving those. You know that? Oh, yeah, they decent. Up. I saw these. Uh, it was like, yeah, these coming home with they me. Look right on. They look, they look a lot. You know. Yeah, they look wrong. Yeah, y'all better like, get it too. Yours look perfect on your feet. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Mine look feet. like bowling shoes. <laughs> 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 Marie, why you never she had none? I don't know. They just don't look right on me. Uh, I just, it doesn't fit my style. I feel, my I feel look. I don't know. I don't feel confident. Like, you know, when you wear certain shoes you don't really like, your mm. confidence not there. So you might okay. be fresh to somebody else, but it's like, uh, I ain't feeling this shit. <laughs> like, you and yeah. that motherfucker all in the back on the wall of the party. And shit. <laughs> all because yeah. of the shoes, yeah, man. I feel like, you. I feel you. This ain't. I'm out of my element. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely felt that. You know, especially before, um, before we can really buy our own shoes. What our what our peoples used to buy for us, man. <laughs> And they said, you know, come home oh and it might God. be something you don't really like, but you got to wear it because, you, you know. be grateful. Right. You got to be oh, grateful. Yeah. boys is weak. True. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> man. And it's like, you know, you probably right. going to be a few more months before you get some other ones. So you got to rock them, you know. Yeah, man. trying to steal. You know, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> You that know? day, like it was that deep. Well, I, you know, in high school, people definitely was on that type Jeez. of shit. Yeah. I guess girls, oh, we, nice. we would it wasn't as serious. I know a lot of girls that still. Right. <laughs> 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 My bad. Like, no, no, no. He's like, what you talking about? I know a lot of girls. Okay, okay. Especially, let me the ones that teach you how to steal the clothes. Oh, exactly. the girl. Well, you know, women are the inventions of almost everything. They say, go on a dress so room, just... get this amount. No, we ain't gonna talk about stealing. Oh, look, that ain't what we about. Don't incriminate yourself. That's not what we about. Oh, kicks the cobbles. Okay, let's get into some more current news. Yes, indeed. They got the Pied Piper. They do. Uh, I mean, it's like stealing. That's how we feel. Yeah, it's like man, it's like you know, part of me was like, should uh, should should we cheer? Uh, Is it is it a sad moment for people? Uh, you know, what's the questions? How do how do everybody feel about that situation? I mean, growing up as an avid Kells listener, Ooh. I feel a way. Like, I really feel like I've been supporting some shit that's like mm. fucked up because yeah. the melodies, the choruses, the songs, the songwriting, the, the range is so there. great. Oh, that's yeah, that's true, about. yeah. It's just, but you know, when, when he was doing that shit, we was little. So I really wasn't understanding, you know, what was really happening. I'm just hearing the music, throw your throwing, and this <laughs> oh, shit hot. I got that one. I was, you know, <laughs> at the rink and shit. Yeah, I hear yeah, that shit. The rink, he brought Cassidy out with the girl. Do you wanna come to my hotel? But now when you see the lyrics now, maybe I need my room key. I'm feeling the way you checking yourself. Right. I want to get with you because you a cutie. <laughs> okay. And if you want to come to yeah. my hotel. He did ask what age, you see? He didn't so no, now no. you, you, you say her back and you like, she talking about grown women or like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, you got to question everything. He was confessing. What Bill Bellamy? Oh, Bill Bellamy and his jokes. Yeah, he was like, y'all look, y'all hear it. Yeah. You do hear it though. You ignore, <laughs> you ignore it, you know. It's a, it's a catchy song. And you know, I mean, I've Definitely, been. Definitely, man. Kale's had a lot of catchy songs, a lot of songs that we all had memories off of, you know what I'm saying? From 
family cookouts and gatherings to parties. You can't have a party that one-on-one special party. romantic time type. It was he had music for everything, you know, even after church music I'm and hurt. stuff like that. I'm hurt. But yeah, Miss Brie K, how you feel about about the the kill situation? Um. I might have an unpopular opinion. I'm kind of happy he got arrested. Okay. Just yeah. I'm not mad I don't know if that's a, that's a, that's a unpopular opinion. That I think it is popular. Like, you should be, you know what I'm saying, upset. Like I said, that's why I'm like, it was like a combination of feelings when we first brought it up. It was like, I want to clap, but then it's like, but then you you still no, it still it still no. hurt because it's yeah. like it's like he was almost a part of every black yes. family. Right, I and think like everybody's saying like I believe I can fly a kindergarten yeah. graduation. Yeah. I personally still love Ignition remix, but I don't know what I'm <laughs> saying about it. I'm glad you said that. That was but, that was kind of hard. See, yeah. look at the R. Kelly remixes, right? There was never nobody on them. No. It was just him. <laughs> With more verses. That's crazy. That's crazy shit. More, more verses, and we more never, experiences. And we never paid attention to it. That's King R.B. But that's King R.B. Yeah. Man, that's cool, <laughs> boy. I'm right. Uh, okay, the All-Star game was last week. Um, True. It's going to be in Chicago next year. Yes. Are y'all excited? You yes, excited? I'm going. No, I'm not. Can you imagine like, going to... Some club downtown, they trying yes. to like charge you five hundred dollars right. something to get in. Yeah, that, I, yeah, that's I don't think people ready for that. But yeah, you excited, but those prices. I think about traffic. Right, right. that's why. I say my wife in that. I might as well go because I'm gonna be affected by it regardless. So if I go to work every day, I'm gonna have to leave out like two hours early and shit just to get to work on time. I might as well go to the festivities and enjoy myself. Boatload of people. And it's been 30 years. In town. Since it was in Chicago. Yeah. 30 years. 30 years. They wow. said we was never going to have it again because our weather was cold. Yeah. Our weather's <laughs> trash, man. I, man, I'm, I'm wondering what it's going to be like next year around our time. It, hey, Chicago look, weather is unpredictable. We know this, right? We're going to have to live in the moment, though. <laughs> you know, because this might not ever happen in our lifetime again. True, true, true. You know, we're going to. It's only. A, okay, this might sound fucked up. It's only 11 Exactly. What you mean, eleven ninety nine? One thousand one hundred. Yes, eleven ninety nine. Oh. One thousand one hundred ninety nine. I mean, but only. It comes with so much. <laughs> oh no! You get to go to the skills contest. I didn't. I didn't get happy at that price. You know, the like, young contest, about. the all star game. You get to have lunch with a legend. You get to go to the media. Vegas is more of a guy thing. Like, so. I did that right. Did it's experience. My mom yeah. wants to go. My oh, girl okay. want to go. Yeah, I don't. I mean, look, if it was like something that, that you were really into and it really meant a lot to you, if I was your boyfriend, I would go. Even if it was like, I'm not interested in this shit. Yeah, yeah. It might be a great experience, though, because you never know what's going to be there that they're not, t- that they're not advertising. I, you know, I, I, I just never knew. And I know this a little bad because I played sports, but I never knew what was all involved in All-Star Weekends, you know what I'm saying? You you mentioned brunch with the players. That's what you said. I don't know. He was like, "Hey, you get a picture for all one thousand one hundred and ninety nine dollars." They experience, you know, because could you imagine how much people paying that's coming from out of town? That's why they got packages for five grand. They gonna give you one. Wow. They gonna pay about a thousand dollars to get to Chicago. So, so is this gonna bring in a lot of money to Chicago? Is it gonna benefit us? Is it? But half the money I mean, in Chicago don't benefit It's not going to benefit, you know, I mean, our city. Yeah, but we, yeah, we got the red light tickets, man. I avoid it's, those. I stop at yellow. 
Fuck it. Fuck it. Because oh, all of them don't work the same way. So I know you gotta, that they, the timers are, yeah, are much different, yeah. you know? Man, especially on different sides of town, Damn. you know? Bottom and bring, bring Kane up. Uh, where you from? Where yeah. you from? What side you from? Southside Chicago. Oh, South yeah, Southside. Yeah. You know, how the, how the red lights on the South Side be? Terrible. I just paid 1200 tickets. Shit. That was like That's why that All-Star Weekend price did, yeah. did, you know. Yeah. I could have went to All-Star game. I could have went to All-Star game. Right. That's crazy. I mean, did you learn anything from that experience? Yeah, I'm going to stop in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> How corrupt now, this look, city is, that's what we learned. And then, <laughs> and then it's like the way it's designed, like, okay, you, you familiar with Stony Island? Oh, yes. Okay, so they had to Good take the one off Stony. It was on 83rd where they used to have, what was that, Save-A-Lot? Yep. They had to take it because it would flash on green. Like, it would just flash, oh, wow. flash, 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 flash. I mean, I hope people got their money back from the red lights. Some people were getting refunds. Yeah. I didn't get one. And then they found out that, like, people, like politicians was, like, personally getting money from that shit. Ooh. So it wasn't like... Speaking of that... Speaking of Come corruption, on, what you got for me? man, I just heard over the radio, over the airwaves, that uh, Chicago was just voted number one corrupted city in the yeah. nation. Yeah. You heard it too? Yeah. I heard it. I was like, um, I forgot who reported it. Let me let me go ahead and get hey, my Google's on. I'm but they said Chicago was just voted 2019. Man, yeah, pull up those facts. 2019 is it's the most corrupted. Y'all surprised? <laughs> I'm mean, not surprised. A little bit. I this mean, yeah, and no, it's like you know how the world series. You know how you love series. Chicago, but you and you know what bad stuff goes on, but you never thought that you were the baddest. You I know what I'm saying? I thought we, I've always like, thought we was the most corrupt. You know, I was like from the Al Capones to the Blagos oh, okay, to, okay. to the George Ryan. Right when you say that, you take it you back. Know, to, yeah, to, okay. to, and then you know. Then you got the Black Panther Party. You got so much of this I, other. Not saying that's that good. that's corrupt, but I'm just, you got all these major players. So it's like you got this strong black movement. Of course, they gonna want a strong white movement to counteract that. Mm. You gonna have to get corrupt to take away somebody that mm. brought the free lunch program. They brought. They created yeah. WIC. You know what I'm saying? They was the first people that was really. Talking that talk, walking that walk. True. So these white True. people, like, nah. You know what? You know, let's go ahead, let's kill Fred Hampton. Let's go ahead and, and, and poison him with his baby mama in the crib, knock her out, and shoot the fuck out of him. Man. And then try yeah. to act like they didn't do it for like 20, 30 years. Right. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah, man. CPD. Man. Right. The, the you know only thing that's more corrupt than us is New York. Dropping off the drugs in that's, our cities. Uh, nah. Dropping off the guns. Like we said, small, but we outnumber everybody. We smart out here. And we working, they working together. Them them boys in blue. Man. But back to Miss Bree Kane. So do you have anything coming up that you feel like we need to know about? Like people need to get in tune. You know. Okay. You've been doing your thing for a while. People done missed out because they act like they don't know what's going on. And I want you to enlighten these people and let them know. What yeah. Brie Kane is all about. Yes, yes. Oh, well, I have a show March 3rd, Sunday, March 3rd, at Wild Blossom Meadery and Winery on 90th and Hermitage. Okay. Okay. So the link is in my bio on Instagram. Shout out that Instagram social media. Shout out that social media. Be the example. Okay. Okay. So, I love that. I love that. How much preparation goes into stuff like this that people don't see? Um, honestly, not much. 
I wrote my first couple of pieces in 2017, like in about three days, and then that following week, I just decided I was gonna perform. So it took me no time. Do you teach like writing classes? Like I'm always in like these writer block moments, you know, and I be feeling like sometimes as I'm trying to evolve as an artist, some of the things I used to do to get over writer's block, sometimes they don't work after a while. You know what I mean? Yes, for those who are just tuning in, this is Kickstick Convos. It goes down each and every week, y'all. Yeah. Well, we just kicks the shits in our fly kicks while bringing you good content. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in. We got a very special guest in the building, Miss Brie Kane, the poet. And shout okay. out to Tubman Batteries. And shout out to Tubman Batteries. We do it every episode, man. The black-owned battery company inspired by Harry and Tubman, man. We still reaching out. I hope they, they reply to us so we can, you know... Get some, get some sponsorship or anything, you know, and start charging things up with some tub and batteries, some black Man. batteries. So Bree, so this month, you know, Black History Month, of course, and we, me and JQ created a challenge for everybody to try to shop black or spend yeah. black every day for the yeah. next twenty eight days. Of course, we want them to go beyond those twenty eight days, but. Do you do you shop black or go out of your way to you know make sure that you support other black owned businesses? Uh, I would say now I do. I'm actually a part of an organization called Chicago 300 Women, and it's a lot Ooh. of entrepreneurs. Okay. So I know quite a few black small businesses. Do you guys work with uh, 100 Black Men? That foundation. Oh, okay. That'll be no correlation. Be that's awesome. probably a good. But that'll be you know. Absolutely. Yeah, can you shout that organization out again? Chicago 300 Black Women. Chicago 300 oh, Black Women. That, that sounds so powerful. Yes. How has it been uh, being affiliated with them? Um, I'm actually a new member, okay. but um, they welcome me so warmly, okay. so I'm excited. Hey, They're already like, okay. putting together like, different events for me because they know what I do. So Ooh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Okay. Man. So how could other people like maybe get involved or come out and support you guys or... You know. Um, well, we have an event in August. I don't have the exact date yet, but okay. Stay okay. tuned. Stay, stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned. Yes, follow her page. Sure, it's gonna go up, go up, go up. But oh yeah. yeah. So, shopping black. You know, when you say you just started, like, what was one of the first things that you started with that was black? Um. Well, let me think. All right. So, I have a friend. Well. I'll say she's my friend slash sister. She has a, um, her business is like non-invasive procedures for women. So like alternatives for working out, but like it also enhances okay. the effects of working out. So she's located Ooh. in Homewood, Flossmore. It's okay. called okay. Bella Shout Body out. Studio. Bella so Body Studio. Um, I just purchased her slimming cream because I do work out. And I actually asked her if I could come in to get like a procedure and she's just like, no, you're already perfect. Let's uh, keep working that's out. Okay. Okay, Sometimes we need to hear more. that, you know, especially yeah. when, you know, the media portray certain images as beautiful so sometimes we need to hear from other people from other black people that yeah. yo you're perfect how you are yes, you know what i'm saying yes, that's that's yeah that's what's up so that's what's I, up. i'm a little lost right <laughs> what, what is slimming cream it's oh, like okay. okay you know like girls <laughs> wear the sweatbands like right it's so many okay, okay. The waist trimmer, so yeah. you put this cream on it just help you sweat more okay okay mm. get that quarter 
burning calories. Okay. So it, I dig like, it. I dig like, it. Is it like a like a like? Is that a unisex or? Yeah. Well, you want some slimy cream? No, I mean she said to sweat. You know, oh, that's it doesn't make you okay. sweat. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. I'm not saying. Yeah. No, 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 no. Fine, you got me worried over no, here. You like, I think good. I've been looking in the mirror and no. I think I need some slim cream. You when know? she said the sweat part, you know, sometimes like I'll be working out, working out, or doing things that people would usually get a good sweat from, and I'm like, okay. people like work harder, you know, like. <laughs> I'm doing your work, my work, and his. I hear you. Know? I hear you. I hear you. Well, $25 if you want some. It's only 5 That's uh, $25. Oh, 25 okay. I heard what I wanted to hear. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people do be hearing what they want to hear nowadays, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, whatever no, sounds good, man. But let's dive more into your journey. Yes. You know, um, since you've been doing poetry, has there ever been, like, one of your uh, proud moments that just kind of sticks with you along your journey? Um, I would say all of them are proud moments just because okay. I'm not a public speaker. Like, I'm not outgoing or anything like that. I'm really reserved, quiet, mostly for the most part, like around new people. So to get on stage and talk about things that I keep to myself is just like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And I'm yeah. always scared, but there's just something in me that was like... Do it. You feel good when it's over with, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, lie. You do. So, the, like, what's, that, what's that feeling like, like for you? Just feel it like, to me, that means a lot. Oh, yeah. It, okay. it does. Because I, I never thought I'd be doing anything like this. So I feel I enjoy it. Man, so Man. what did you thought you would be doing? Like, I know growing up, we, uh, or when we were younger, we all had that idea of what we were going to be by a certain age and what we were going to be doing. So, what did you think you were going to be? You know, I know you this dope poet now, but what what did you envision for yourself growing up? Uh, well, actually, I always wanted to be a writer, but okay, I kind of let go of that in mm-hmm. high school. Okay. You know, just getting distracted with stuff that kids get distracted hey. with. So I just kind of sure, put sure. it aside. Okay, you know, I was gonna be a doctor until I got okay. to college. It was just like all these science classes, no. Man, they, <laughs> they just drilling you with the science. <laughs> You in school That's like 12 I mean. years and shit. You College be a rude awakening, boy. It did. Then, then when you done, you, you making all this money, but you got all this debt. So it's going to be like 10 years she before, I, before I, I get to enjoy this salary. in America. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, it moves mountains, but damn, you got monkeys on your back, though. I hear you. Man, sleepless nights, homework didn't get done. Oh, shit, I forgot we had homework. Mm, Man, homework. I got to work. Now, working and going to school one of the hardest things. Yeah. In life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, baby, you just it really just described my life. So <laughs> last year of college, I had to do nine semesters instead of eight. So okay, I had it had the summer before I finished college. So my last semester, I was a full time student in twenty one credit hours, Ooh. working a full time job, any forty hours, and I graduated six months pregnant. So wow, you a superwoman. That's, that, that's a hand so clap for that. Over, you know what I'm saying? Applause, you know, we're going to get the sound effects going one of these days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that, yo, that deserves an applause. That, that. That's admirable. Like, you did all of that. I was struggling with a part-time job. <laughs> that's all I had. You know? Part-time job. But I, was, I had to wake up at like 6 in the morning, work over with like 11.30. Then I'm going to class from like 12 to 5, doing it again the next day. I couldn't imagine adding all those other elements you had. I'm complaining. I feel like I'm just complaining. You <laughs> Guys most. always complain hey. about this. Y'all don't know what it is. Be a woman for a day. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm you know? Hey, be a woman for a, for a day we or both, two. We both you know? I know y'all ain't going to handle yeah, a year. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> that we both wouldn't imagine. 
You know, okay, it's, okay, probably, that's it's probably the thought of being the other sex. Probably you might think it's easy, but once you start going through the day to day things that you don't see with your own eyes and the experiences, it's like, yo, okay. I think we would all tap out. It wouldn't even be 24 hours. I agree. We would tap out. Black man Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. And just think about like, like sometimes how like there's no boundaries with certain people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like add the element of being black and then we going out into this world. Whether you're a black man or a black woman, I just feel like they feel like That's we can endure job. so much more, even though it's like. I mean, after you've been beat down, right, I'm so still much, a kid. <laughs> It's in us to survive now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we've been through so much. <laughs> right now, they ain't going to give us no break. They ain't going to give us no break. Or they give us break in other areas and then, you know, get us somewhere else. You know, it's like, oh. Man, right? You know, we got all these, Man, you know, we, we getting a, a higher education, but we still oppressed. You know what I'm saying? Well, we getting higher education, but now it's like, well, I don't like your name. That's what I'm not. You know what I'm Man, that, oh, <laughs> you're that's probably yeah, you're overqualified. They probably get us with that too yeah. all the time, you know. You but 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 you know they say we overqualified for a lot of things. But I bet if somebody a different complexion walk in there, it's like, oh, we've been looking for you this whole entire time. We're gonna come get you. Hired on the spot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I know your dad. Yeah, I know your dad. He was one hell of a guy in college, you know. I don't even my dad. Man, I mean, let's since we're, since we're talking about complexions, we've been talking about gender. You know, Miss Bree Kane, how is it being uh, a, a woman in the in the poetry scene? Is it anything that you experience that may be different, that may be tougher, or or maybe some advantages? You know, talk about it. Um. Well, I'm relatively new. I don't know if I okay. represent the struggle enough because I started. Uh-huh. In 2017, and I started with an open mic at the Promontory. Ooh, and then, okay. Yeah. All right. Girl, you started off on a nice yeah. stage. What? Real, real. And then Shoot. after that, like, I never had to audition for anything. Like, I would just hit people up like, hey, I perform. Okay. I see you have a show coming up. And everybody would just be like, okay, okay. Like, I never had to, like, submit anything. Like, I've done features, like, at Soul Sessions. At baseline, hey. I performed at Refuge. Shout out Terry. Man, your, your resume. Oh, right. Terry. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just like these opportunities just find me. So I haven't really had to struggle that much. Like, no one okay. had to, like, well, you have to prove yourself or anything like that. It's just like, come on. I dig that. Yeah. That's that's a beautiful beginning. Yo, um, and your, I know it's not over. Your yeah. soul session was at Club Baseline? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm on two show sessions. Oh, that shit is awesome. Shout out to Baseline for putting so many opportunities. Baseline is an awesome place. Yeah. Shout out Terry. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, is it, has there anything that you've maybe uh, encountered that you didn't, that you really didn't expect or things that you noticed that you didn't know went into, you know, this type of crap? Um, maybe some on the business side? Just like, well, to me, the biggest shocker was like just performing and like how receptive people are. Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody has this idea like when you go through stuff, it's just you going through it. And yeah. you don't realize how many other people have had similar experiences or the same experience. So, like, things that I talk about on the mic, like, people will stop me, even grown people. Like, I had a woman 62 come up to me and she's like, You really like helped heal me like your words have so much power in them just like so deep yeah so like that always gets to me because it's like (laughs) I just decided to do a fly it's like it's really affecting people so 
Okay. What's some of the topics? Yeah, let's let's move okay. more into like what do you talk about on that stage? You know, or hit us with a couple titles too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so actually, the very first piece that I decided to do, I don't know why I started with this one because I was terrified, was actually about sexual assault and it was called the night I don't remember. Um, I've had other pieces. One about the black man. Okay, well, what's, really what's the title with that one? What's the title? I mean, don't even have a title. It's called no. Black Man. I'm yeah. Okay. Well, I'm interested so can in we that. Dive a little deeper on that one. Oh, look, he yeah. like, uh, he wanted no bars. What you talking I mean, about? Really, nah. Is it a positive or is it a little bit of a mix? It's, no, it's all positive. All positive. Ooh, okay. Yes, they, we need that. You know, I know both on both parties, you know, black women have things mm-hmm. about us. Black men have a lot of things about, look, I said a lot, <laughs> have things about y'all, you know, and it's like to hear positivity being spoken, you know, uh, about either party, especially in art, it's beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I always say this, I think, I think, you know, men and women, it's just, everything is really just a conversation away, but it's just about really just... Sometimes, you know, like how we were saying earlier, we come from two totally different worlds. You know, it's like night and day. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you're hearing something that's going on in the night, in the day, it don't make sense. But if we could just find a way to bridge that gap and just understand, like, okay, maybe I can't relate to it, but that might really be what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Sometimes when you really just get somebody else's perspective, whether or not you like the perspective or not, it really can help you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like past relationships that I've been in, like, communication was always a problem. And sometimes when you're younger, sometimes you don't really know how to be loved. You just know you Man, want to be deep. loved. Man, that's deep. Loving where you going you know with this. Saying? You know what I'm saying? You shoot. Talk about it. I'm a rapper too, you know, so hey. I like to talk about this shit. And I, I relate to what Bri is saying. Yeah. Like, when you talk about certain things and people catch specific things that you said, and it's like, yo... When you said that shit, that shit made me like go back home and understand like it's another day you can heal from certain things. Like you're not the only yes. person. Sometimes when you going through stuff, you feel like you the only person in oh, this yeah. world. And there's seven billion people. Somebody else speak on it. It's like yo. I don't mind being the one. Being a. <laughs> hey, I'm put it in a rap. Okay. Because those things they they help you. Okay. You know, and that's the one thing about music that we grew up to. You can relate. You feel me in your soul. Like, when yeah. we were talking about Kales and how we feel, he was really, you can relate. The music really reflected what was going on in the world at that time. So you're talking about okay. stepping in the name of love. Like, that was the biggest shit out there for your grandma okay. at that time. Yeah. You know, your mama, depending on how old they are, okay. even if... Depending on the family you come from. Yeah, you know, you know I, I come from that type of family. Kills was a part of a, a lot of our, our families, you know, so it feels like, you know, he's a, a family member who not only disappointed us, but pissed us off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, it's like, bruh, you know. Unfortunately, we were rooting for you. We were for so long. We were rooting for you, but now. That was my Tyra Banks. Told black people how they oh, acted towards Kells, and we was like, "What the fuck they on?" <laughs> when they was up in the courtroom, they like, "Nah, fuck that scene, Kells." Right. That's how we oh, was. You was just <laughs> it's, it's okay, you know. But I can't really yeah. say that I feel bad for it. No, I don't really know. no, not at all. Really it's not even that. It's like, like yo, we. I didn't know nobody. I mean, I feel a lot of ways because TP two. I still listen to that. I was listening to that shit the other day. <laughs> don't you, hey, don't say that too loud. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. 
feel good. It's great. But it's just like when you really try to dissect the lyrics, it kind of makes you feel differently Different. about him. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like the only thing that I feel sorry about regarding that situation is that um, it was revealed that he was molested as a kid. But I mean, right is okay. right, wrong is wrong. Yeah, right. Like you, that don't mean you do it to other people. Yeah, you, you know, it doesn't give him a pass. It doesn't give you know him an ex- a valid excuse for yeah. what he was doing. It's just tragic that that full cycle happened yeah. you know what i'm saying and that that's happening in a lot of our families that that we be afraid not even we um but just people in general the you know world. i guess uh be afraid to talk about it you know what i'm saying if i like what you said earlier when you said everything is just a conversation away mm-hmm. we can put that as a stay woke my friends yeah. like no matter what stay man woke. everything is just a conversation away it is you know, you know, because with the, like what Bree's saying about him experiencing that, like, you Man. know, I've met a lot of guys in my life that have been felt like they was molested by women. And when they tell people, even when they tell women, they laugh because people think that men cannot be sexually assaulted. That's true. You know we what I'm that's saying? That's a problem, you know? And, and, and it's really, it's like, it's a real thing, but it's not the same impact, you know, because I feel like we would get over it. Differently, mm. or we might try to just mask that with a girl that we like. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, I feel in control because I like this girl. She like me. Instead of that girl you see in class, you know, you walk in class, you want to grab on you. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? It might not even be that she's not an attractive young woman because it's a lot of attractive people that uh-huh. you just not into them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And you just feel away. Like, I, like me and we have personal space, too. Like we we kind of don't like people who, okay. who we don't know touching us too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now when we walking down the street, we don't get catcalled, but it's it happens. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I and it's always from a girl you don't want it. Exactly. It's like oh, oh. you got like baby D, baby D. Not even necessarily that. <laughs> she just her, the portrayal that you seeing of this woman is like I don't want to be associated associated with that. You know what I'm saying? It could be a number of things. You know, because okay. when we see young women, it's not just, yo, I just want to hit that shit. Like, you hope that it goes. <laughs> that, unfortunately, this going to be an unpopular opinion. Some girls, they make you where that's all you can get from them. Exactly. Because once you get to understanding their mental, what's coming out of their mouth and where they heart at, it's like, yo, fuck you. I ain't even going to show you more than what you know. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That's deep. I'm not going to show you. You already showed me what you about, so... And then just the things we talk about. I might talk about wanting something bigger in life. I want a house. I want this. I want kids. Who the fuck? You a nigga. Why you want that shit? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, you know, that's, that's, that's right. I would love a man that, you know, come and tell me your dreams exactly. and aspirations. You Every know what man I'm probably wants to start off as that. You know what I'm saying? Probably, come on. You know? But, I don't want to just say I want to be this, honey, but. But, but y'all you know, say it in y'all own ways. So I, I mean, from uh, the very beginning, probably before we started dating. It probably was, yo, I'm going to get me a girl. I'm going to stay with her. We're going to do this, do that, more. But as, once you jump in the game, it's like, she ain't right for me. She like my homie, too. So it's like, you just getting torn. Like, as you getting older, your heart getting smaller and smaller. You know what I'm saying? So you might come across the girl when you 18. Like, this the girl you always search for. Uh-huh. Since these five other girls fucked you I'm up, I'm finna treat her how I'm supposed to treat them five other girls. I and it's fucked up. Because it's I like, then you think about it like, damn. Like, okay, you see that she's doing well for herself. I could have fucked up with that shit, though. You know, I could be the sole reason why her mental might be fucked up. But I was fucked up. Mm. So I wasn't even paying attention that how my energy was going to her. Right. 
Okay. Yes, because energy is real, man. Yeah, and she kept it, and I moved away from it, probably because I took it out on her and shit. You know what I'm saying? Traded energy. Yeah, I traded it. Toxic energy, too. Yeah. I traded it. Yeah. And didn't know I traded it. You know what I'm saying? Bree, you got any poems about that? Yeah. <laughs> man, yeah, let's, let's do a together. Hey, yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes ma'am. Just I anything. love it. Yeah, we we, we do live in two different worlds, man. Um, but at the same time, I think no matter what, you know, I, I was gonna say sad for lack of a better word, you know, <laughs> but no, whether you're a, a a woman or a man, like we need to start respecting victims more, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if he a guy. If he say, like, yo, shorty, we need to start taking all of that serious, you know what I'm saying? Because the more we don't take it serious, the more situations a, a, a blossom into some crazy stuff, you know, by not taking it serious, you get what I'm saying? And, and the crazy part about it is it can be switched around on a guy so fast. Like, you could be the one that, that was doing all this shit to me, but it's like, if she be like, yo... He, he raped me. It's like, fuck all that. What happened? It's like, yo, there's going to be validity in that. Right. And that's such a hurtful thing. And it affects how I feel like men move. And I feel like that's why sometimes we do make the fucked up decisions. Because we don't know what is right sometimes. Because mm. every girl is different. Mm. You know what I mean? So just because this girl might let me touch on her a little more doesn't mean that she cares about herself less. Right. It's just that... It, she understands that it was mutual. Now, this girl, it may have been mutual up until the point where we not speaking no more. So now that we not speaking huh. no more and she don't fuck with me, now she can say whatever she wants. She can delete whatever messages she wants. She can do huh. create this scenario, and it's going to be believable. I'm the man. I have the power. I have the influence. Even uh-huh. though men can be very influenced by a big button smile. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Women have more power in certain relationships than they understand. Way more. Huh. Especially when you're young. It, young, so yeah, cat. Those are the ages okay. where y'all can really abuse a guy. And, but then it reverses when you're over the age of 18 where the men that's didn't have control. That's when we turn into what the fuck uh, another. That's probably when we turn into what our exes created. That's probably a combination of a lot of women that made that on top of the dad issue on top of that. Mm. Now you now you uh you you admit the da- uh boys have uh daddy issues too? I mean yes. I, let me say Y'all, this. Y'all hey it, how, people how, try to put it out there like it's the, the girl with the daddy issues and these are the you know, all of the things that happen because she's either fatherless or have a toxic father around. And rarely do you hear about men or or young even young men boys who have daddy issues. It's an unpopular opinion. Because uh. you're a man. Yeah. Because you're like, okay. Oh, let, let, let me tell you how, how you can tell a man how how I don't understand how this how this is never looked at. Like, think about growing up your whole life being raised by a person that will never be what you what you are. Huh. Okay. So now I have to learn. So at some point I have to unlearn everything that I was taught because it's not supposed to be my traits. Mm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, your kids. <laughs> I yeah. hear you, man. But we're gonna dive back into Bree Kane. I feel yeah, like I, we I getting real deep, man. Much. We getting real yeah. deep, man. We talking about some, some early yeah. Yeah, let's kick some cowbells. Let's get it. Are you the first? Are you a first generation poet in your family? Yes. Okay. I don't know, I don't know anybody that's done anything related to what I do. So no? I'm the first. So what, what, what type of occupations do you mainly have in your family? Um, 
I, I mean, honestly, my family, there's really nothing remarkable in my family. You don't okay. think so? It's like a lot of, maybe remarkable a lot people, of wasted maybe not. talent. Like, oh, okay. ooh, I, so the only thing that like I could really use an, as an example in my life was what I didn't want to be. Like, I don't want to be anything like my mother. Awesome. I don't want to be anything like my well, father. Not that, but like, just using those other people. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I see what you are, what you do. And I don't want to be that. Right. Now, I need to ask a favor on here, right? So, my girl, she's a really, really good poet, Mm. but she drifts into these, I want to do it, I I don't want to do it. And, like, uh, around the time last year, she would, like, write me poems, like, once a month for me to, like, you know, I don't want to say they were for me, but she could say they were for me as a way to create them. But everyone wasn't about me. And I just really need somebody to put that battery in her back. Because, like, if you read her poem, like, you would be like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, why don't you do this shit? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I I really need somebody to put that battery in their back. You know, I've been knowing you for pretty much half my life at this point. And I really feel like you're that person that could could do that for me. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Okay, okay, okay. real. I mean, but for me, it wasn't like I wanted to do it. Like, I'm uh, not, like, an attention person. So, I was never, like, one of people, like, I want to be on TV. I want to uh, be on, like, that was never me. It was, like, for me, it's just, I had to do it. Because it was just so much that I was holding on to that it was just killing me. Yeah, and, and that's real. Because that's part of the reason why I started writing raps. Because, like, I was in college, and one day I just woke up and it was, like, it was a combination of shit. And I was just, like, music is one of the most therapeutic things for me. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like I remember, like y'all remember Zooms? The, oh, PBS? The, no, the Zooms. Oh, oh I thought you said that the show Zooms. Yeah. No, not Zooms. Zooms. What did like that? It was called a Zoom. It was like an iPod. Oh, Z. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. And I used to have. I don't remember. That's when LimeWire was popping. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I used to just okay, type in artists, download shit, and I would just get exposed to shit. Cause sometimes like you wouldn't get the right song. It'd be the name, but it'd be somebody they found out a way to put their song on there. Put it as a song that they know you searching for, and then that's how Soulja Boy got on speaking. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And or you get this Bill Clinton shit. I was about to say that. You know what I'm saying? You get this <laughs> Bill funky. Clinton bullshit. Like I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You like? Oh. It's not the fucking song I downloaded. You know what I'm saying? What was like certain artist music you couldn't download? Like T Pain. Like he made it where like you cannot. You couldn't rip his shit. Right. I mean, you, know you see where where how it has. Uh, Evolved now, you know, Has from it? those days. From now, you got the the certain streaming services, right? Is that what you know, a, you know like title and different? Is that an evolution? I think it is sort of from where music, how accessible. I, now, when I speak of evolution, I don't necessarily mean that it's one hundred percent a positive evolution it's just where it comes from you know where where it came from to where it has evolved now it's it's modern it's new versus we couldn't imagine you know having all that music at our you know without having to physically go in to a store you know right you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying that's a 100 advantage because i mean i still collect i collect records you know, I still, I even got a CD collection and stuff like that. Now, it has a different type of meaning to it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I, mean, I, I would say it, it, it evolved. The app store been around, though. You know what I'm saying? You can still go get your favorite music without having to physically do it. You just have to pay for everything singly. And it's like, that streaming shit, it, that's cool for the consumer, but not really for the artist. And at that huh. point, when we think about streaming, we think about ourselves. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because it shouldn't take 1,500 streams 
to to equal the one album. What if somebody go buy your one album? That's one album. So you know uh-huh. what I'm saying. So the the labels. This is just a different way of a 360 deal. Okay. Because you getting all these streams, they getting all this money, and you 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 win nine times platinum streaming, but it only look like in your pocket you win gold. You know, if somebody going right. nine times I mean, somebody's, somebody's still in their pockets regardless yeah. of how many ball. I mean, that's, that's just the business part of it. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah. Man, that's one man who created that whole infrastructure and everybody signed on. I you know, Lior got a lot of power out here. You know? I mean, oh. even though Lior, he came to the hood and signed Bump J. You know, I give him that. You know, he came to Saturday first and he signed Bump J with the goon squad around him. But that's neither here nor there. That's how we make. That's how black people think people fuck with them. Like they, you get a black dude, he come to the hood. He, he was he was in there with the goons. Oh, he fuck with us. Uh, nah, you know what I'm saying? They playing that role. They playing that role. That's I was, true. That's I play true. the same true. role. Like when I go to a job interview, I throw on that suit. I'm playing that role. I'm not finna finna put on this. I don't even put on no voice. Cause if I gotta do that, that mean I, you don't fuck with me already. What what? Okay, okay. I, I, hear what I, don't, saying. I don't do the phone voice. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I hear what you're the saying. Bomb, Let's talk about bomb. voices then. Let's talk about Miss <laughs> Bree Kane voice. Yes. Miss Bree Kane, like when you're when you're performing your poetry, is there a particular voice or style that you have that you can describe? Like what's your what's your style like? Um, see that's crazy because I feel like when I first started I would compare myself to other artists and like a lot of poets have like this poetic like and then the, like the, right, the light like, came to the sun, and then yeah. when the sun came to the that. light, <laughs> snap, snap, snap. And that's snap, probably what snap. makes you so popular. Right, and I feel like like people have told me that it's just like you don't have all the extra drama at it. It's just like it's raw, and it's like that's just it. So Ooh. that's really kind raw of was my, the best. my game. I think, hold on. Raw is the best. I mean, uh, he might uh, be talking uh, about something. <laughs> you feel me? But maybe in poetry, yeah, I hear it's you. Because sometimes by the book methods would drive you fucking insane. Like when I first started rapping, I cared if you liked it, you liked it, you liked it. Now it's like I didn't make that shit for you. I made that shit for the people who understand what I'm going through. And if you know, every Ooh. every critique, I cannot pay attention to. Right, it's a lot of people that like. They sound good, but they're really not saying nothing. They are saying shit. So I know, like, my content, like, I might not have, like, the best delivery according uh, to whoever, but, who, like, right. say but the who. content is good. Versatility is important. Because every time I come see you and I pay money, I don't want to hear the same intro. Yeah, okay. You know, it's it just like, as an artist, that's why when people ask you, like, what type of poet are you? What type of DJ are you? What type of rapper are you? I always say, I don't know because when I create, I don't think about the topic first because I feel like that's what makes it harder to create the topic because now I'm limiting my vocabulary because I want to stick to this. Okay. And when I could be thinking about some onomatopoeias and all of this shit, (laughs) I'm only thinking about Ebonics and shit because Mm -hmm. I want to make it specific. But now that I'm not making it specific because rhyming is not rapping. I don't care what nobody say. That's true. I can rhyme, I can not rap. Right. Right. I can rhyme my first word with my fifth if I want to. Right, right. It's more to it. It's definitely more to it. It's more to a lot of different arts than people like to, you know, a lot of things aren't as easy as it seems. Yes. And a lot of things, you know, that people do, uh, a lot of people try to give certain titles to certain things that isn't what it is. You know, like you said, just because you rhyme don't mean you're a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Or or, or just because you, you know... 
I would say, matter of fact, let's talk about deliveries. <laughs> let's talk about deliveries. You know, um, um, when and let's also talk about how you choose a topic. Mm. Your your poetry. Where 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 does it come from? Life experience, just things that I've held on to my whole life. So um, I talk about just things that people don't normally want to talk about. Like I have mm. like some positive pieces but then it's also like those stigmas that people just keep to themselves like trauma that people no one wants to talk about Mm. so I like to bring light to those situations and then like the responses I get is just like wow I'm not the only person other people have dealt with this can I can I I say I really yeah that's my thing can I say one thing just because you said the victim right Mm. and I it's this black lady I, I don't know her name right now but she was just talking about how some people don't want to heal because their whole identity is from being a victim. And I felt like when you just said that, it made me think about that because, I mean, I feel like it could be true on so many levels, but I feel like the the poetry that you're doing, do you feel like it's a lot of therapy for you a lot of times? Um, yeah, I would say yes. And it's a lot easier for you to talk. See, do you feel like it's a lot easier for you to talk on stage than maybe when you're not off? Exactly. Like, for yeah. some reason, okay. I can talk to strangers. It's people that have known me my entire life that don't know certain parts of my life. So, to be on stage and mm-hmm. to be able to be vulnerable with things that I can't talk to, like, everyday people I'm around, that's that's really liberating to me. And like you said, with, like, victims, like, I personally hate the word victim. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like when I think of victim, is it's really has like a negative connotation and that's something that's like ongoing but like for me like I don't want to have that narrative in my life like oh this tragic thing happened and because this happened now my whole life is just going to be miserable like to me that's the life of a victim like versus a survivor like somebody that made it out of it like had to do the work to push past it and heal because healing is a painful long tedious process but I mean it's possible like me I don't want I hate the word victim I don't really like when people have called me that it's just like I'm doing the active work to really push past these things like I don't want to be a victim I want to be somebody who can actually live yes yes I like sometimes that. it's hard to live because yeah. we live still backwards is evil and there's so much of that out here yeah you know what I'm saying so I, I applaud you, you know, just from being able to heal from whatever, you know, those things that might be that, that maybe influenced you to, to be where you are right now. And yeah. I think, like, the conversation, like, poetry is a conversation. And words, they affect people more than they understand. And, and the eyes are out of windows to the yes. soul. And sometimes you have to be able to talk about things. And uh, I have a friend, and one of our favorite quotes that we always like to say to each other is, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's one of the biggest things that have always helped me, which help you keep going and don't stop. Because everybody's not going to always have your best interest. And like you were saying with your family, sometimes your family has already a pre-written thing they want you to be. And sometimes that's because they weren't, they, they're not what they expect for you to be. Yeah, And they want to live real. vicariously through you. That's why they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Uh-huh. And, and, and the words of Cameron, that's why I look in the mirror at night and realize how fly I am. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. You, know, you got to, though. You got to be your, your, I know they say your spouse supposed to be your biggest fan, but you got to be your biggest fan first. Self-love. 
Yeah, of course. Because when yeah. you're your own biggest fan, it teaches somebody how to be your biggest fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Speaking of that, has has there speaking of fans, um, anybody in your family like are, are fans of you, uh, and have they heard one of your poems on stage and was like, "Wow, didn't know that happened," or you know what? Um, I'm actually very secretive. Like even though this is out in the open, like I've never invited any of my family members to show up at any of my shows. Like it was Ooh, okay. I did my first soul session, like I think my one of my mom's friends, somebody showed up and I'm just like this her hey. Yeah, so I try to keep that separate, but they like to pry and do different things. So. It, it, it can okay. get a little strange. Yeah, it is because it's so honest and just things that you wouldn't expect me to be talking about. So. But I ain't gonna lie. Once it once it's showtime, you hit the switch like, well, you can. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta like, go. Yeah. Man, I'm finna curse like go a off. sailor. You know, but okay. I mean, is there anything that you feel like is off limits? At least at this point, that, no. no? Not Has it ever that. been anything that was off limits? Well, I just started, and just the place that I am in my life right now, like, nothing is off limits to me. So, what can I say? What's next? Um, well, I started with, well, you mentioned the Be The Example from Instagram. Yes, so, originally, it was a blog that I um, started in 2017, but I discontinued it because I thought Be The Example was supposed to be something bigger. So, uh-huh. I felt like I was rushing a lot, and... Um, so I, I don't know if you all go to church, you know, like prophesy, like prophecies and things like that. Uh-huh. So I was prophesied to, and basically someone told me like, there's healing in your words and your hands. Like you're called to broken girls and broken women. So like, I really want to take my time with this and make it into maybe more so like an organization where I can like um, extend myself to people who have experienced um, similar things and like really just break the stigmas, and especially in the black community, again, around like trauma and things of that nature. Because I feel like there's a lot of things that people hold on to that they feel like they can't talk to anyone about because um, no one else will relate. And that's really just not mm. the case. Yeah, yeah, that's real. I'm gonna look forward to that. I know what's coming, it's gonna happen, you oh. know. Keep on going, girl. You are grinding yes. out here, man. You got our full support. You know you always Definitely. We are supporting and you here at Kicks and Combos, man. Thing, I want to piggyback off the last thing you just said, you know, about not talking about things and holding things in. I can say this right in the camera. To the guys, y'all just need to cry sometimes, you know, because certain things is... You, you have to do that to, to, to get some of those toxic things out of you. You know what I mean? Sometimes I've always admired sometimes how sometimes ladies, you could just be so vulnerable no matter who the fuck is around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say I could never do that, but I, I would be very select about who's going to see me as a wreck. Mm. Like, honestly. So I do it's feel like... like how, how, how much of your art do you want people to experience? You know, and it's like, if your art... It's healing people. Why not? Yeah, that's what you, that's what you get all the time. I know that now. Like, I've yeah. always been a private person, but I read something recently that said, to save lives, you have to expose your own. Yes. Ooh, to save that's lives, you must world. expose your own. Save up, my friends. Right Thank you, bitch. Free well, K, man. You know I love you. I always got a lot of love for you. Yes. And, uh, it's been a pleasure you having know. you. Thank yes. You. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up, man. It's about that time, man. 
definitely appreciate you coming through and kicking it with us on yes. Kicks and Convos podcast. We got to have you back again. Oh, yeah. Let us know. Tag us with some shows. We'll show up. You know what I'm saying? We're going to root for you. Before but, we out you of know. time, can you shout out the IG one more time? One more time. One more time. Be as in Bree. So be the example. Yes. yes, indeed. Be the example, y'all, man. Yes. This is this is dope. Okay. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Yeah, uh, shout out to y'all. I'm loving this moment in. right now. These are two of the most powerful black women that I know. Hey. Not been knowing them for at least nine, ten years at this point. Ooh. We finna run out of time. I'm sorry yeah. for the cut off. Thank you, Banker. <laughs>